Our top five horror films draft is next. Like scary movies. Uh-huh. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. What an excellent day for an exorcism. We'll tear your soul apart. Be afraid. Be very afraid. They're coming to get you, Barbara. I see dead people. I like to dissect girls. Did you know I'm utterly insane? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. They mostly come at night. Mostly. Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos. They're here. Here's Johnny. You've got to be fucking kidding. Welcome to Fantasy Picks Movie Edition, the podcast where we review movies that were overhyped but did not make it in the box office or were a critical failure. In some cases, they succeeded with both, but not the hardcore fans. I am your host, Robert Motor. And with me I have today, Ralph Levy, Zach Book, Mark Kirkman from Adrenaline Cinema, and Joe. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for the pause. And Joe Hall. And Joe. (laughs) And this fuck. You think after seven years, Rob could say my last name right? Is it Levy or Levy or Levi? It's it's Levi Strauss, actually. (laughs) I I wish. (laughs) Levi Strauss. He's all (laughs) night. So, how's it going, guys? Not dead yet. Not dead yet. So this is <laughs> this is going to be a great um, top five draft. Uh, as you guys know, we are in the season of The Witch right now, uh, or at least coming up to it. So I thought that it would be great to have a top five when it came to horror, Halloween, scary movies. Uh, some of you are actually uh, experts on this because I'm actually not the biggest expert when it comes to horror films. Ralph in this group seems to be the one that uh, loves this genre the best. So I figured uh, we're going to get some really good stuff out of him. You could hope all day. Who's that? (laughs) Stevie Nicks. Oh, okay. (laughs) It's my new avatar. Okay. Um... (laughs) I got a bit of editing to do. (laughs) That's the season of the witch, man. Oh, geez. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so we start this show with, you know, us. We're at the same thing as we did with our last one, which is we're doing a draft. Uh, we already picked out the um, who's going to go first, which the person going first is going to be Ralph. I'm going to be going second. Joe will be going third. Mark will be going fourth. And Zach will be going fifth. So, the horror films that we're going to pick out are some of the best horror films that are out there, but we're also not going to, we're also going to have it in five categories because it's not all horror. Let's just say that we're going to try to have a little fun with it. So one of the categories is going to be um, 
movie that scared the absolute crap bejesus out of you. So what movie was it that, you know, really, really got you so scared that you had nightmares, you couldn't sleep, or it just lingered in your mind for probably a few days or whatever. And you were like, shit, I wish I would have, I would not have seen that. Uh, so that's one of the categories. The next one is actually then it goes to the extreme to the other side, which is fun, scary movies. So what fun, scary movies are out there? And there's quite a few. Um, there's stuff for kids There's stuff that are just, you know, even though they're for adults, they make you laugh and they're just great uh, movies to watch, uh, especially every year. And then there's also now a uh, classic universal monsters or B movie. So a B movie, hopefully a, a universal monster movie. But if you don't do one of those, at least one of those 1940s or 1950 movies that were out there. So if you could think of any of those, that would be great, too. Uh, of course, we're going to pick the most uh, popular of all monsters, a vampire movie. So that is going to be one of the categories, vampires. And the last one is going to be a slasher film. So there's quite a few slasher films out there. Some of them are a little more supernatural than others. Some of them are um, even almost sci-fi-ish. <laughs> if... Uh, if you've seen some of the really bad ones out there. So what do you guys think of, uh, especially the, this genre, this is a genre that from, you know, the start of movie history has, you know, has always intrigued people. There's been so many different movies out there throughout, you know, uh, film history that have to do with the supernatural or, you know, just horror in itself. Some, like I said, some are fun. Some are big Kaiju movies like Godzilla or, you know, or, king kong and things like that but there's also you know some of the really the ones that can really just be creepy as hell and over the years i feel like some of these directors and writers have gotten better and better but at the same time it's hard to uh break the mold and there's quite a few movies in here that have actually done that very well um, so what do you guys think? I'm going to start with you, Ralph. What do you think of like, you know, I know you like this, uh, this genre and I know you liked, uh, you always visit, uh, I think, uh, universal studios for Halloween horror nights. Yeah. Um, but what is it about this genre that you, uh, that intrigues you so much? I, I think a lot of it has to do with the amount of imagination that goes into making some of these movies. Like, and I mean, there is a bit of being twisted that goes along with it, but a lot of these movies are just stuff that are it was either dreamt up or written about in the hundreds of years before they were made and seeing this stuff actually come to life and how they bring it to life. And when I went to, when I was making films um, in my college career, doing special effects and stuff was a lot of fun. And especially when you didn't have money, having to try to figure it out with like what you had around the house was always just like such a, I, I'm really into like, challenging myself to see how far we could get with as little money as possible and we did a, we did a lot of cool things and like some of the stuff you even see now like i i know some people that came up with some stuff in college that some of these guys went on to work on movies like spider-man and stuff so it's stuff that didn't die with them in college like they brought it to the the big screen and you get to see some of that and interpret it into movies now and obviously a lot of stuff now is cgi and stuff like that so practical effects have kind of gone away but like i always i always enjoy watching movies that have more practical effects than cgi than anything oh okay cool 
and you, Mark, I know you uh, you also enjoy uh, doing the horror film stuff, and especially on your uh, podcast, uh, Adrenaline in Cinema and uh, Panels of Pixels. I know that you go over a few of the classic horror films out there. Yeah, we cover a lot. Actually, we just finished up a Mega Man on Adrenaline Cinema podcast, but <clears throat> that was uh, that's more of the uh, more strange stuff that Jerry and I cover. But I, me, I was always attracted to the genre for the fact that as a kid, I was always scared of this crap, but then eventually I got to enjoy it because to overcome that fear, I got into like special effects. I like to read about the special effects makeup. So I started to, uh, you know, buy those books. There, there was one when I was in uh, grade school, and it was like a small black and white, and I wound up getting it from the library, and I own it now still. Uh, and then eventually, come high school, I was dabbling with Dick Smith's makeup effects, and I, I started really enjoying the idea of the art of horror, as well as the effects, uh, the practical effects. And throughout the years, I actually got to meet a lot of those uh effects artist too awesome yeah yeah i know that you uh that you that you actually i don't know if you have a a close relationship with him but i think it's uh who is it um oh tom savini tom savini right yeah tom will actually be on for the uh my october uh for halloween podcast so we're gonna talk uh over his career and talk up a lot about his uh school in pennsylvania very cool very cool how about you, Zach? I mean, what uh, what attracts you to this genre, or are you attracted at all to this genre? I mean, I don't know. I never <clears throat> heard you really uh, talk about anything that you liked in this. I mean, we always talk about the sci-fi part of things, yeah, um, you know, but never the horror part of things. Well, so uh, Halloween's always kind of been near and dear in my heart. Um, my wife and I actually got married on Halloween, and so we. Uh, We've always been big, like right now, you know, at the time of recording this podcast, I'm going to pretend like it was yesterday we decorated, but for like the last 20 <laughs> days or so, we've had decorations inside our house. Up. Um, but just that and and just kind of the the general morose kind of, I don't know, just the art of just kind of the, the comedy of mortality, I guess. It sounds kind of dark, but like I've always been kind of attracted to the darker stuff, whether it's music or anything else. I think that it's it's one of those things as a human that you kind of have to make light of death and make light of all those things because like at the end of the day it doesn't change the fact that we need to enjoy enjoy our time on this planet right <laughs> so it's like <laughs> i've always kind of laughed at you know horror or like enjoyed that type of entertainment because i think it's always it's uh, been really entertaining e- entertaining to me so right ah oh, awesome and last but not least, uh, Joe, I know that uh, you I know that you watch scary films. I know you watch scary films with your best friend, uh, Nick, and I've seen you. We've actually watched a scary movie together. And, and, and I always find it very humorous when I watch you because uh, <laughs> you are like underneath like sheets or whatever it is, you know, like you're just like you just oh. see all you see is his eyes. And I'm like, dude, it's not even that scary of a scene. But... <laughs> yeah, no, I I um, I don't know. I've just always enjoyed a, a good scare. I think it's been interesting to see how uh, horror films have adapted to become more relevant and not just sort of the same thing, sticking to your classic monsters, trying to mix in um social media or or something like that as a uh a part 
where, you know, maybe there's something weird going on with technology or supernatural and there's a sort of like a ghost in the machine kind of thing. There's always a new interesting twist. And then recently we've had horror films as a means of social commentary. Um, and it's just, it's just been really interesting to sort of see how the genre changes. Don't get me wrong. Right. The classics are still the classics and they're still revered and, you know, there's another Halloween coming movie coming out for a reason. Like people, people want to come back for the classics. Um, and then, you know, with what we, you know, we've, we've all been doing with designing home theater systems and sound and whatnot. It's uh, horror films just have awesome soundtracks, um, whether it's yeah. the music or the, the cues to sometimes they'll let you know something's going on. I, it's kind of unsettling when you have a horror film that's generally silent and then the music starts to kick in as things start getting weirder and you're like, shit is going down. Um, in, <laughs> and it ultimately probably scares the shit at me at least one point, but I, I just think they're fun. Um, and, right. and you know what, there have been some great ones to come out. Uh, people stop going to the movies and as Ralph alluded to horror films are super cheap to make. And, um, they they made some great ones over the the uh pandemic and stuff so right um i i just love them so yeah i know that it's a, it's an interesting genre like i said i don't get into it that much um if i ever pull up you know like the top 10 horror films out there there's a good chance i watch probably around maybe 60% of those uh and it's because of course they were great back then and they actually still stand up you know uh the test of time in some of them. I like also the social commentaries on a lot of them. And even on the old B movies, I mean, there were things and, you know, themes of those uh, B movies that resonated at the time with the audiences back then. Uh, but I always think that horror films also, you know, always have some kind of message in there that, that if you look deep enough, and as a matter of fact, some of these horror films have actually been the subject of college studies and things like that because of how, uh, deep that message is and you know and how well it's done me personally i always like the artistry of it um these guys that do the visual effects the makeup effects those guys are just phenomenal as time has gone by and as time especially with technology the way it changes so from black and white movies and black and white tv to color tv to high definition now we're at 4k with hdr these artists have had to really refine their skills in order for you not to see the mistakes that could be done on uh, a practical effect or, you know, or like a makeup effect. Um, and these guys have gotten phenomenal. One of them, of course, you know, one of my, uh, my all time favorites is Rick Baker, who is just an insanely amazing uh, makeup artist and probably considered probably one of the best out there. And when you look at his stuff, his stuff is, dead on i mean you just can't see where like the seams are you can't see where you know things start and he's just phenomenal and there's just a lot of great makeup artists that are out there and visual effects artists to uh in, in that sense to uh, make a, a great horror film so that being said we are going to start our draft and like i said our draft is five categories scary movie fun movie classic movie uh vampire movie and of course a slasher movie and so i already did the random uh 
Uh, Zach is over here with his uh, hand puppet on the uh, on Zoom. But <laughs> <laughs> so Ralph is going to be actually our first pick. And so, Ralph, um, do me a favor. Uh, so I, what I want to see from you guys is not only picking the movie, but why you picked that movie. Uh, what was it about the movie that you found entertaining? What is it about the movie that, you know, either scared you, made it fun or whatever, you know, the category is. And and we go from there. So, yeah, Ralph, go ahead. Do your pick. Right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go in order just to keep this simple because my old brain can't handle remembering stuff. Um, <laughs> so we're going to start with the uh, titled Scared the Absolute Bejesus Out of You category. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh I'm going to I'm going to drop like th- th- this is probably unexpected but uh I'm going to go with the Blair Witch. The Blair Witch Ooh. project. Yeah. Okay. Good one. Um I I'm going to be 42 next month and I still can't walk into the woods by myself anymore. <laughs> like they did such <laughs> they did such a good job with making it I, obviously that movie was made for pennies on the dollar. It was the first movie to use the internet to really get itself some steam. And uh, I was part of that first wave where it's like, oh, the, the, you know, you go to the Blairwitch.org or whatever it was, and it would give little tidbits what the movie's about. And I went and saw the movie opening night. I, I remember it like it was yesterday, man. I went with uh, some buddies from work. I was, lands- I was doing landscaping at the time. So I was like working with like backhoes and shit. And like the, the three or four of us went with our girlfriends. And I remember where, and like we live up in the sticks compared to everywhere else around here, right? And we saw that movie over in um, uh, New York, and we stopped after the movie to, you know, grab something to drink, and then we're having a smoke outside. And I just looked at the tree line, man, and I'm like, I, I'm never going into the woods again. Like that movie, just like <laughs> they did such a good job of like just getting into your whole psychosis of like you shouldn't be okay with going into the woods and how it panned out. And like, honestly, like they, they did a great concept with the less is more because they didn't show shit. They just played every angle just right. That the actors and actresses in that movie did a great job. Um, it's just one of those movies that sticks with you. Like I, I had another one um, picked as a, as a subcategory, as a sub uh, a backup plan in case somebody went before me, but, yeah, I, I would take the Blair Witch over the other one I picked. Right. Yeah, no, the Blair the Blair Witch is actually, I think it started the found footage um genre out there. Oh yeah. Uh it was made for like two hundred thousand dollars. Uh at least that was the budget. Uh, but it made two hundred and forty eight point six million dollars um when it first came out. So it was released in Sundance first and then it limited release, but then it got, you know, uh word of mouth actually put it up on the map. So, yeah, no, I saw it. And uh, the only thing that I would say that creeped me out was the very end. By the way, to the audience out there, there's probably going to be spoilers. So, you know, <laughs> just while in we're, case. While we're on that um, <laughs> and about going into the woods thing, because I, I still hunted at that point in time. Um, <laughs> I have never seen this movie. So uh to this day i haven't i haven't seen this movie you oh, haven't really? seen this, oh yeah you Dude, like, probably you probably should because i guarantee you that those nights that you go out there you know to uh, build a fire <laughs> you won't do it again playing <laughs> they they just came out with the video game like a year ago 
and even playing the game, they do a real good job with the audio that it just creeps, it creeps you out. And you're like, you don't want to play. You're like, all right, I'm good. I'm over this. <laughs> all Again, like, less is more. And like the sound design was just incredible. Like just, yeah. they just hit all the right notes. So my, so I guess I'm next. So my, my pick, I'm, you know what? I'm going to stick with also scary, you know, that scared the bejesus out of me. Um, there's probably maybe in this, you know, in horror, I would say there's maybe like four films that really did that to me, but I'm going to pick The Exorcist. So The Exorcist is a groundbreaking movie that honestly, in the beginning did not, uh, you know, was, did not, was not received very well, but later on became... A, a great cult classic um it gave uh what's the actress name um linda blair i mean they put her on the map and of course you know she became a child star and then later of course did drugs and everything just like a child star does and went into rehab but <laughs> but yeah it was just scary it was absolutely scary and the one the reason i also picked that is because i had a moment one time I was uh, with my then girlfriend, we were watching it and the lights were out and she tends to talk in her sleep. Um, and she always told me about this, but I never saw it. And then all she was so um, we're watching this movie and, you know, of course, it's spooky. And then all of a sudden I look over at her and she's staring at the screen, but she's mouthing the words and nothing is coming out. So she looks like she's in a trance. And my ass was like, what the fuck is going on right now? And uh, so I yell her name out and she looks at me and she's like, why did you wake me up? And I'm like, wake you up. You were staring at the screen at a fucking, you know, little girl that's possessed by the devil. And now you're mouthing words, <laughs> you know, so that's my experience to that. Um, so but yeah, no, I mean. Great, great movie. Uh, still holds up to this day. And if you ever look at top 10 films out there, uh, it's always ranked, I would say, between five and one hmm. on that one. So, yeah. So uh, was that at on the verge of X rating? I forgot. I think, I, I think uh, at first it was. Yeah, probably because yeah. she says, fuck me, father. Fuck me, father. Well, they actually had <laughs> edited it like crazy. I remember that. That was the whole talk of the town. When I came. There are some scenes. I mean, I know that they did a um, they uh, they did some kind of, a, you know, director's cut or I think or something like that. And there's a scene yeah. of her coming down the steps. So they I guess they got a contortionist yep. to walk down the steps, but like on all fours backwards, backwards. Yep. You know, and it was just and it was the scariest looking thing because it was like, what the hell? But they took that out of the theatrical um, release and they put it on the video release. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, no, really uh, that. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the movie that scared the shit out of me. Even to this day, <laughs> if I watch it, I, I am just like I'm just like Joe. I get underneath the covers and all you see is my eyes and I'm like, uh. <laughs> and then, of course, after like, you know, 10 or 15 minutes, I'm like, all right, I'm going to watch something else. <laughs> <laughs> need a palate cleanser after that one exactly so all right so joe is next scared the absolute jesus out of me rob has alluded to that that's you know that's just <laughs> difficult i you know i 
I, I tend to have my moments with every movie. Um, so I'm actually going to go with fun, scary movie first. Okay. Um, and I'm going to go with Tucker and Dale versus Evil. <laughs> um, God damn it, Joe. Dude, <laughs> I love that movie. I have I seen do it. I do too. At least four or five times. Fucking stole my shit. And it's it's just country bumpkins being stereotyped in the wrong ways, being weird. Got these Dude. college kids coming in. Girls are hot, like all the horror films. And it's just a funny story of guys trying to do the right thing with all these weird happenstance things happening and people just getting impaled on stuff while thinking yep. that they're and out then the cliches them. too that are in there based upon them being hicks yeah i and- i laughed until i nearly pissed myself pretty much throughout <laughs> the entire film it, it it was such a refreshing horror film um because it definitely has moments that are jarring i mean like when it gets gory it's really gory but it it's just funny um so the name uh, of it oh what's that the name is tucker vale tucker and dale versus evil um and that has the hand is uh alan uh tydick is that how you tudick tudick he's he's hilarious he's always great and whenever he's in a comedic role it's it's just it's just a solid movie i'm glad i'm glad everyone on here has seen it um no i never seen it oh you gotta oh, watch dude, it you it's gotta hilarious. you gotta you rob, gotta watch oh my god that. it is terrible rob so good <laughs> it's so good so i'm yeah. sorry zach um i had a feeling that it was going to be on someone's list it wasn't well, necessarily everybody's on gonna one. have somebody that's gonna have um, something you know <laughs> but uh yeah that that that's that's my fun scary movie for sure okay that's awesome yeah i'm gonna have to actually catch that all right so the next person on the list is mark all right well i'll i'll keep it in a little bit more in continuity for the scared the bejesus out of you films uh showgirls no um (laughs) i have to go with poltergeist okay that that one scared the bejesus out of you as a little kid, when it came out in the theaters, uh, it scared me. Crap! And the the like the face peeling in the mirror still is remnant in my. I can't really watch it still to this day, even though it's the <laughs> stupidest puppet looking thing. And then you get the clown. That clown. Nobody likes clowns. <laughs> I find so that that's funny. the one that really scared the bejesus. It doesn't still scare the bejesus out of me. I've gotten used to it, but that's right. the one that really got me as a kid. Yeah, no, great movie written by Steven Spielberg. As a matter of fact, we kind of went over that on the last uh, podcast. But yeah, written by Steven Spielberg. Um, and there's a lot of things in it that uh, are part of his childhood. But that, you know, being said, I, I liked it a lot. I thought it was uh, it was I thought it was fun. And I like the whole theme on the fact that, you know, the the place is haunted because of it was a build above a, a Indian uh, burial ground. And I mm. think aren't there other movies that 
because then after that, I think the that franchise just took a dive. Yeah, they did three sequels. Yeah, right. And so they came up in the other sequels. I think they came up with the fact that the Indian burial ground was on top of something else. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just like all of a sudden they were like, oh, let's not, you know, let's let's do something different, you know. So, oh, very cool, man. I, I like that movie. Anybody else has uh, anything to say about it? I I think I spoke about it during one of our episodes where like the part where he throws up the demon made oh, yeah. me immediately run to the bathroom and throw up as a kid. Like I couldn't take it. <laughs> it was ter- It was terrifying. I remember, like the like they they would go into the room and it would be just about. I'd leave the room for like ten minutes. I couldn't. I couldn't watch it. <laughs> I uh, I like I like the gradual change in that film to where like they're excited. They're like, oh, with the with the chairs, right, where it's moving back and cross, back and forth. Right, the chairs all of a sudden like move, or if not, they just get stacked automatically, and it was like, yeah. ooh. But then, and you then, know... and then, sort of as things intensify and the tone of the film changes, I, I, I sort of, right. I liked what they did with that. They and to add on to, I know Robin mentioned earlier that I go to Horror Nights. They did a house for Poltergeist a couple of years ago, like two or three years ago, and uh, it was it was pretty awesome because you walked into the house like right. through the burial ground. Um, oh nice and then it took you into the house and then obviously it had the little girl looking at the tv going there here and that was like oh my god like it just <laughs> triggered memories and it's like and we'll get i'll probably bring up some more halloween horror nights moments throughout right. this but uh yeah, that, was, spe- that was a pretty cool one yeah and speaking of they're here that became a catchphrase um and a very famous quote i mean if you look up quotes for like you know movies and stuff like that they're here was actually you know is one of those uh quotes that uh has made it you know up there and was overused at one point <laughs> overly uh quoted movies that Correct. are right there yeah i'll be back <laughs> so the next one is uh my man zach over here and uh he because he's last and this is a draft he gets to pick twice oh so all righty all right so um as some of you know I am a child. Um, I'm going to go with Scary as Shit, <laughs> which is my adaptation of Scary the Bejesus Anatomy. Okay. Title first. Um, for one of the only movies that's ever really done this to me. And it's the 2007 movie, I Am Legend. Um, Ooh. And I, when I was, I must have been 12 or something like that. And the the creatures in I Am Legend scared the shit out of me. Um, and I was like a 12 year old and I like, for some reason they just, they, they clicked with me and I just couldn't handle it. Right. Um, I've actually never finished that movie. Um, I really, I will, I will <laughs> now that, now that I remember that, right. No, I'll wow. get over it. But like, I, at the time I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> and so that, um, uh, and it, I also thought about it because, uh, you know, for a while there, we were looking at I Am Legend gas prices. Uh, there's a scene in the movie that's uh, like six eighty three for regular, and uh, major me- metropolitan places out in, out west. I mean, that was the reality almost. So, uh, I just th- I thought that I'd share that one because uh, that one legitimately got me good when I was a kid. Oh wow! Okay, I mean, I Am Legend is never. I don't think it's ever considered a horror film, is it? 
I'm... It's considered like a. Um... It's a zombie movie, right? No, nope, I mean... nope. It's a vampire film, technically. Um, but uh, it's based off of Matheson's book, which is I Am Legend. But uh, the Last Man on Earth and uh, Omega Man were the pre uh, the earlier versions of that. Oh, you know what I'm thinking? You said I Am Legend. I'm thinking of Legend. Oh, oh no, not Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, I was that's like, scary really legend. Yeah, no, no, I understand. I am legend. Yeah, now I now I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you so you say you never saw the ending of I Am Legend? I I know of the ending. Like I I, I like checked in for various parts. Um, Which okay. version? <laughs> There's two the, versions. Yeah, uh, I was just gonna say that seven version, whatever that is. Yeah, the so the Will Smith. There's two endings to it. Um, okay. w- the one that came out in the theater, and then there's the one that uh, that was put in the uh, on the Blu-ray or the DVD, which is the alternate ending. And some people like the alternate ending better than the uh, than the original. But yeah, you need to definitely uh, watch that. Yeah, you should <laughs> well. you should read the uh, the books act. It's it's very different. But yeah, Matheson's right. book uh, version is definitely different. Uh, but each film. Last Man Stand, uh, Last Man on Earth, uh, Omega Man, and I Am Legend all have a lot of key stuff in between it that share. But uh, yeah, uh, it's more of like a vampire movie, though. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yep. Yeah. No, that's true. And uh, so, my second pick, his second I'm pick, the last first, the first yeah. last, is something that I have a personal connection to oh okay it is the movie blood rage and i'm choosing this in the slasher category okay directed by john grismer get out yep uh it is a campy uh slasher movie uh about a uh what's the name of this movie uh yep it's a blood rage blood rage never heard of it Yep, I, I have it on Blu-ray. Come on down. I, I think I have that, too, and I didn't realize he did that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, John Grismer did that movie. He directed how did, it. How did you not know? Mark, how did you even know about that movie without... <laughs> am I assuming this... Uh, am I assuming oh, this definitely is a, a client. Uh, yeah. A client. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah, 100%. Okay. 100%. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's so, crazy. Me, me yeah. and Zach went out and bought the movie as soon as we found out about it. Uh, I saw I, the movie before I got we even one. went to I his got place. gifted a copy uh, at, at, at the completion visit. So. Oh, God. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh... yeah. Well, at least you got that. I, I got the uh, I got the uh, the writer to uh, Soul Plane one time. And if he would have given me the movie, I would have been like, uh, no, thanks. You could just keep that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I just thought I thought it was cool. I, it's it's a nice it's a really campy slasher, which is like the the way I think they're really supposed to be in a lot right. of ways. Um, but I, I did enjoy it. I thought it was kind of it was kind of fun. OK, it feels older than 87. Right. It's, it's got that style to it. So, mm-hmm. Uh, how would you rank that? In other words, like, you know, is it a great slasher movie or is it one of those things that's like, listen, I'm just going to drink as much as I can, watch this movie and just laugh? Uh, somewhere healthfully in the middle. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a guilty pleasure. Drink, drinking encouraged, I think. It's, um, <laughs> it's, it's fun. I, I do really like the style. I mean, John himself was like, yeah, if you like, like really campy horror, like, 
check this out. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So the next one is uh, Mark. Uh, so you have uh, either. I already f- went. Remember, it goes up and down. Oh, okay. I yeah, go next. So, okay. Yeah. So you go next. So you still got fun, classic, vampire, or slasher. Okay. Well, let's go with fun. Okay. Scary film. Now, I'm showing my age, but uh, somebody here might know it. Sorority babes in a slime ball bolorama. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Are you sure that's not a porno? <laughs> you would think. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm not but, convinced. You're gonna have to but you, it, it, it stars <laughs> Linnea Quigley, a scream queen, and it's about somebody uh, a bunch of kids and uh they go t- they break into the bowling alley late at night in the mall when it was linked to the mall, and they open up uh this genie comes out and just starts causing chaos turns two of the girls into zombies a couple of other people into psychopaths going around killing people a lot of nudity a lot of sex (laughs) and a lot of blood (laughs) and a horny a horny hip-hop style genie in the movie so there's a little bit of humor in there too so that's the funny part about it because it's kind of <laughs> campy. You gotta what, watch. So what is it called? Sorority. Sorority babes in babes. the slime ball bowl rama. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sorority babes in the slime ball. Yep. Bowl rama. All right. Never heard of it, but <laughs> <It's like> okay. <laughs> All right. So the next one on this one is going to be Joe. Oh boy. Um So Joe, you, yeah, you have scary classic vampire or slasher. Time out, Rob, by the way. It's uh it's ordered on Blu-ray. It's on its way to your house. Oh, thank you. I'm just I'm just <laughs> kidding. They do have it they do have it on Amazon though. I was gonna say, well, thanks. I'm gonna pop that in and uh <laughs> you can you can watch it free with, with ads. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm just gonna you know use some get some cannabis and all kinds <laughs> of drugs and uh and watch it so so Joe you were next um all right so movie that scared the bejesus out of me um I'm not sure if any by the way, by the way, hold on, it. Joe. Hey, Mark, who was any famous person starting that uh, sorority based movie? Not that I'm aware of. Only the Scream Queen, Linnea Quigley. Okay, <laughs> I had to ask because I was like, "All right, go ahead, Joe." <laughs> um, I'm struggling because I I have it between two movies. Um, for which category? Uh, scared the absolute bejesus out of me. Okay. Um, and you know what? I'm going to go with it because I'm not sure if any of you have actually seen it. Um, it's on Netflix and it's a newer movie. Came out in 2020 and it's called His House. His uh, has, House. Yeah. Hmm. Has a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. 
Uh, and it 100% scared the shit out of me. Um, so it's about a uh, family, uh, uh, Sudan refugees who are fleeing the country and they make their way to uh, Britain. They have a horroring journey and they, they lose their daughter along the way. Um, and they get put in rundown uh, homes and the, the walls are peeling and everything like that. And they endure a bunch of racism and stuff while they're there. Um, but there's a bit of that culture's uh, sort of myth and legend wrapped into some of the horrors that they start experiencing in the house. And wherever the wallpapers rip, they start seeing faces um, in the wallpaper um, and other refugees that may have stayed in that house. It's it. It's pretty crazy. There are a couple times where it absolutely scares the shit out of me. Um, it's very good. It's different. Um, and the the other movie that I was. I was between this one or uh, us, to be honest. Um, and I chose, I chose this one. Um, this one. Okay. Cool. Also love us though. It's a fucking great. Movie. Us is great. Yeah. All right. So the next one is going to be, oh, me. And I am going to choose. I'm going to use, I'm going to go on fun. And I like this. It, it It's not a horror film. It's more of a Halloween film, I think. But I would say this much. It made a lot of money. Had a catchy tune that came out in the radios for a long time. And of course, uh, this group of uh, guys... Uh, became pretty famous. I mean, they were already famous to begin with, but I mean, it definitely put them on the map out there. And that is Ghostbusters. Oh, so, yeah. So yeah. mine is, yep, Ghostbusters, fun movie. Um, oh, yeah. pretty much Bill Murray at, at his uh at his best. Dan Aykroyd at his best. Some of the best movie quotes that came out of there. Uh, it's a movie that I could watch over and over and over again because it's so much fun. Uh, Wait but, a minute. Yeah. I thought that movie starred Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Podcast over. Yeah. Slam black top, done. We're over. Sorry, yeah, sorry they... Germany. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, they, that, that was an interesting, uh, remake there. And, uh, and don't, that was don't, don't don't recognize it. Just keep talking not about a the remake. It's a reimagining. <laughs> a reimagining of the uh, of the uh, of that movie, but oh, I, was, I can imagine quite a bit. Yeah, I would say the third movie, not the second, because the second was with um, uh, Dico the Carpathian. Yes, exactly, and you know they they're you know the uh, walking Statue of Liberty and stuff like that. Not the best. Uh, sequel, but the third one was actually really nice. I thought At, that Ghostbusters Afterlife, yeah, yeah, I, that was that was a great tribute to uh, uh, what's the uh, director's name or oh, no, Ramis. How right, exactly. So, and again, a good use of a uh, CGI 
to uh bring him back to uh to the screen but great movie overall and like i said a lot of great quotes coming out of there sigourney weaver was also in it which i um she did a really good job on that but just overall great and it made the firehouse very famous i mean it is a area where you see a lot of ghostbuster fans visit in new york when they and they uh, dress it up every halloween do they really yeah oh nice yeah so yeah that's so that's about my pick for fun is uh ghostbusters all right, Ralph, you are the next one. All right. Uh, where, where is the magic dice going to land? I, how did I lose my Zoom? Get over here. By the way, uh, if you want to chime in on one of the movies that somebody mentioned, go right ahead. I, I, I'll chime in on Zach not mentioning that Ghostbusters movie ever again. <laughs> um, I, it's, I, I actually, sadly, I own that movie and I've never finished watching it. Like, that's that's right next to Solo on my shelf of Wait. movies that took me 14 watches to get through at once. Oh, the remake of um of Ghostbusters? Yeah, the the yeah, the the girl. The one. old girl one. Yeah. That was uh I I got that for free through Voodoo. I don't know what I did. I think I signed up and they give you like five Good free price movies. For it. Yeah. They give you like five free movies for signing up and that was one of them. Yeah, I don't think I was that lucky. I think I actually paid for it. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, man, fun, scary movies, hard. Uh, there's a lot. Um, yeah. Anything with a cabin in it has been fantastic. Well, a cabin in the woods. Uh, yeah, I mean that's <laughs> that, dude. That's in my top three, man. Um, or killer clowns from outer space. <laughs> yeah, I, I, oh man, yeah, there is, yeah, cabins are great. Um, I'm gonna go with Cabin Fever though. Which, which so. version is this too? They remade the original. No, the original. Okay. So, um, that was it. Was just it hit the right, hit the right audience. Um, it was it was. There's a lot of just like weird shit that happens in it, and like it was the purpose of the director to throw stuff in there just just because. So that's yeah. <laughs> this day the secret is still locked up as to why that kid did that um but they get they put it in the movie uh but yeah and i just love like obviously there's scenes that stick with you again spoilers one the guy is uh getting the second base with his girlfriend and pulls his hand out and like yeah i just watched that like four days ago (laughs) (laughs) incredible man um you put this under fun yeah, fun. Uh, yeah, I was I was between that and Cabin in the Woods. I I Cabin I love Cabin in the Woods. Um, but I think Cabin Fever is just more of a fun, like something you can watch over and over again with different people and get and see just see their reactions to some of the shit that happens in that movie. Right. Yeah, and that that was Eli Roth's first film, I think. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, I I I actually was in school and he um he wasn't there, but the producers came uh. And we they we didn't do a screening that year of this movie, but it was they showed us the teaser for it. And so it Cheryl Ladd's uh, daughter is in there. Yeah. And cool. the kid from uh, Boy Meets World. Yep. Yeah. The bro- the older brother, or not the older, the best friend. The friend. friend. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right, sir. And you have you have another uh, pick since you oh, were. Let's- Let's do it. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to vampire movies because that one. If if someone took this one from me, it would be tough for me to pick one. Okay. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Lost Boys. 
Ah, oh, cool. nice. <laughs> and not as funny enough, Lost Boys can actually also fall under fun too, because that is a fun movie. It, it, it is. It's a great. It's a great movie. I mean, I mean, you got to. I'm taking it at uh, yeah, and uh, honestly, kind of the time it came out when I watched it, it was kind of scary because I was like probably eight or nine years old when this movie came out, and like I watched it probably a couple of times the first time it came out. So, uh, I hmm. still to this day like. Um, we'll never forget what the the Chinese food when he's sitting there eating, and all of a sudden it turns to maggots. So wow. you always look down at what you eat. That's you got to make sure of that. <laughs> oh yeah. All right, cool trivia. Uh, we already mentioned two movies, uh, that are connected by father and son right now. Exorcist has Jason Miller in it, who plays father, the father, the younger father, right. And guess who his son is? Jason Patrick in oh. The Lost Boys. Oh, wow. Okay. So, just a little uh, trivia right there. So, we picked Jeopardy, two movies Jeopardy with father knowledge. and son. Nice. Yeah, Lost Boys was uh, not only fun, but uh, you had Kiefer Sutherland, who was very young at the time. Mm. Uh, and then, of course, you had uh, these two kids, uh, Corey, Corey Hames and uh, who's Corey the other Feldman. Corey Feldman, uh, who, who I think actually were probably the heart of that film. Yeah, uh, they, were mean, just, they were they, they, they were the heart of that decade, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they yeah. Were just, it was just a funny film, but great soundtrack, too. Oh, uh, yeah. Even to this day, I sometimes pop it in because I was like, that's a that was a cool lady soundtrack. So I liked it. Alrighty, so my next movie, I'm going to pick Vampire. And I'm going to pick one that not many people have seen, but it has some really good actors in it. So it had Bill Paxton. It had... Um... You're picking Near Dark. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good neo dark was just such a great I movie i love that too. yeah yeah uh kind of hard to find nowadays but i have it somewhere but yeah bill paxton was perfect in it and yeah yeah and you also had lance Her uh lance henrickson lance henrickson and the chick who uh, came out in aliens uh what's her name uh Jan um i think her name is janine janine uh she played vasquez correct right yeah. So phenomenal movie. I mean, it, it was kind of a one of those hidden gems when I first saw it. I was like, holy crap. And then it also really awesome um, soundtrack by, I think, Tangerine Dreams. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah, great movie on that. I, I like that movie a hmm. lot. Same here. Uh, that I well, Rob, this movie came out, obviously, when you and I were in high school. So we do have <laughs> an affinity for it. But yeah, uh, yeah, I love that since I saw it. I remember seeing that in the 80s. Yeah, late eighties. Yeah, it, I, it, I, and I it's a movie somewhere. Yeah, it's a movie that doesn't get that much love that much. I mean, which no, it doesn't. It no. doesn't. But it's. I still think it's great. So, all right. So the next person on this line is uh, Giuseppe. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. So I think I'm gonna go with vampire movie. Um, and. I was between uh, two movies again, and 
this will probably stink because I'm not sure if you any of you have seen it. Um, well, we could always do honorable mentions at the very end. Yeah, true. we'll do an honorable mention on because there's still a lot of great movies that. Yeah, I mean, there, so. there are tons that we're not yeah. getting to, but there um, um, have any of you seen Let the Right One In? Yes. Yes. But did you see the original? I think that's the, the one I'm French, talking about. Right. OK. Yeah. I'm not talking about I'm not talking. Let me in the American version. I'm talking. Let the right one in. Right. um, The foreign film. Uh, Just an interesting take on the vampire genre. Um, You know, these these two boys that develop a friendship based on the normal boy being bullied. Um, And then, uh, you know, I I don't really want to ruin anything about it, but it's 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 a really heartfelt film. Oh, you could ruin um, it. I mean, spoilers. If <laughs> nobody's seen spoilers. it, all yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, I mean, it's a really, really heartfelt film. And, you know, a regular boy develops a friendship um, with a vampire named Eli. And, um, you know, they eventually kind of agree to go steady and date, even though, you know, Eli admits to not being a girl, um, but he doesn't care. It's like the main character, Oscar's first friend, and Eli protects him. And, um right you know it it bas- basically eli ends up protecting him against his bullies um and it was just a, a a new take on a genre that's been around forever um i think what maybe 1932 might might have been one of the first vampire films maybe earlier i'm not uh i mean there's vampire and then there's um nosferatu but i i don't know if those were the first uh, no vampires i think was like the 30s or something like that so well there was a thomas edison um movie that was done what didn't he do nosferatu i think it's uh yeah i think it was one of the coined as being one of the first okay but it, it it's just an interesting take i'm glad I'm glad a couple other people have seen it. Um, Mark, what did you think? I, the original, I liked it because I saw it before I saw the remake, the American remake. Yeah, and me too. I, and I appreciated the original. And even though it was, you know, you had subtitles and everything else, I, I didn't mind it, but the story was there. And you yeah. knew. So, yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, the the remake. Uh, I like the remake because they had Chloe, uh, Chloe Grace uh, Moretz. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. I, yeah, but I saw I saw both, and both of them were uh, pretty good. Um, Zach, I think needs attention, uh, and you'll get yours, Zach. You'll get your attention soon. <laughs> so, for those of you out there who you wondering what's going on, so we're on a Zoom call, and uh, Zach likes to uh, play with his toys. Plays with his toys. Zach is showing off how many Halloween decorations he has. Yeah. And also proving that he is also the baby of the group. Yeah. He's and, still, and, he's and still playing a child. with them. <laughs> Zach, you should probably get that eight foot tall skeleton we saw. I'll just play with this. How's that? <laughs> Perfect. I was half I was half scared of what Mark was gonna break out. I'll just play with my uh lament configuration Rubik's Cube. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right so next on the uh next on here is actually mark all right well uh i already went through the first two which was scared the bejesus out of me funny scary films 
I might just go with just classic Universal-style okay. films. And I have to go with the one that I have always loved and I'm a huge fan, all because of suit acting, and I just love suit actors. The Creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh! I was going to so, pick that one. <laughs> and I, I have to go with it because I got to meet both men who played the creature himself in those oh. particular movies. So, Rico Weaving and uh, Ben Chapman. So I got to meet both guys who played the creature itself. Both charming, both very nice. Right. And I just love the aspect of, you know, a, <laughs> kind of a swampy kind of sea creature. And uh, there there were three movies together, too. They, were, they made right. a total of three. Yeah, and then I know that... Um... Uh, Guillermo del Toro also did uh, what's it called? Uh, ne- uh, the something of water. Uh, the sound of water. Something of water. Water. So- <laughs> oh, um... Jesus Christ! You guys are so off. I can't think of it though either. Yep. The way the no, shape no, of water. The shape. The of shape water. of water. So there yeah, he did the shape of water, and that rumor was that the shape of water was supposed to be either a sequel to the creature of the black lagoon or something like that um but he never made it clear uh that it was or it wasn't but the creature itself was definitely based off of the original yeah and that and it was done very well too i thought the yeah. shape of water is holds up it was up for academy awards yeah no it's it it's great i mean it had it had its weird moments where you're like oh okay that's that happened let's flood a whole an apartment and just swim inside of it swim inside and have sex with the you know with the creature oh yeah you know so. <laughs> <laughs> but i i enjoyed it uh, i always enjoyed the original i have right. a 3d blu-ray which God knows if I could ever find a 3D TV to actually play it on. But I also have the regular DVD and regular 3D because they used to do that back then. So I have the glasses that could work with that with the uh, red and blue, I think it is. Oh, uh, okay. To do that. And then I have regularly on Blu-ray too. So I'm a huge fan of it. I, I Like I said, I got to meet... Uh, I think it was uh, Rico Browning. That's it. Rico Browning and Ben Chapman. Okay. Ben is no longer with us, but Rico is still available for conventions. If you go to horror sci-fi conventions, he's up there in his age, but he's still doing them. So right. you're out there and you love that kind of thing. You could actually meet one of the original Universal Monsters. Yeah. Uh, movie came out in 1954, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, no, great movie, great concept. And I will have to say out of all the classic movies, because you always had your classic, you know, universal monsters, you know, of course, Dracula, Frankenstein, the Wolfman, uh, the Invisible Man or, yeah, the Invisible Man. But I always thought the creature from the Black Lagoon had the coolest, coolest look out of all of them. Same here. Yeah. Cool. All right, Zach. Um, I know that you've been wanting some attention over there. And Hello. you're you're about to get it, so you get to pick two. All right. Are so, you ready for this? All right. So you have fun, classic, and vampire left. And how to pick. How to pick. I have one that's going to check a lot of boxes for a lot of people. I'm going to give you a little synopsis. So Okay. You guys have heard of Dracula, right? Yep. <laughs> well, in this sounds familiar. particular film... Dracula is actually a businessman. He owns a resort, hotel, 
an entertainment destination for monsters. In fact, it's called the Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> where Selena Gomez, his daughter, Mavis Dracula, <laughs> falls in love with a now, human boy. <laughs> Rouse out. <laughs> and yeah. I just wanted to mention that because it doesn't have not, just one Dracula. It's got two. It's got a Mavis Dracula. And a Mr. Businessman Dracula. So right. that's my vampire selection. <laughs> Case closed. Okay. Do the eye thing. Do the eye thing. <laughs> and that one's under what? Fun or or vampire? Oh, it's going under vampire. It's going really? under vampire. Really? Okay. Oh, absolutely. Holy I've shit. got more fun ones. Don't you worry. Okay. Wow. All right. All right. And, and you so got another right. one coming up too, don't you? Yeah. Zach? I've got another one, right? Yeah, he has please, uh, please, a classic please. movie or a fun movie. Let's just take it away from him. Let's just take so it. So it's classic slash B movie, right? So like correct, the, like cult correct. movies and like weird, like the classic and B movies. We're talking about stuff that was done probably in the uh, 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s. No worries. Basically, the black and white stuff. <laughs> because here's what I'm picking. I'm picking a fun movie. And what what better movie to represent this category than a Christmas movie? Okay. Who here has seen the movie Red Christmas? Red Christmas? Red Christmas, <laughs> yes. Red Christmas featuring <laughs> a cloaked Cletus the fetus, an aborted baby who comes back and greets his forgotten family on Christmas Eve. Wrapped in bandages because he's disfigured. He comes home (laughs) only to have his family reject him and he murders everybody. Yeah, it's a different version of Basket Case, but with Christmas themes in it. Oh, my God. (laughs) Red Christmas. Red Christmas. It's worth a watch. I'll watch it with anybody here. You let me know. It is special. Cletus the fetus, everybody, just steals the show. Yes, he does. Since you have a, a nice little theater room there, we're probably all going to have to come to your house and watch that. <laughs> sure, come on down. We're going to watch Cletus the Fetus. Cletus. Fetus the Cletus. Red Christmas. <laughs> I have never uh, never heard of it. And as I try to look for uh, images of, uh, of that, all I keep getting is uh, red stockings. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> I, I highly recommend to keep the uh, other um, slasher or horror Christmas stuff for the Christmas episode too. Oh yeah, they'll, they'll probably be, yeah they'll probably be, they'll probably be one there too. So <laughs> I'm saving it uh, up. I can never forget. Right, that Christmas. includes a Nightmare Before Christmas too. By the way, oh. which is in the running for one of my fun ones. I, here, I see I see Cletus now, and yeah, that's a that's scary. That's a scary looking thing. <laughs> and he talks, he talks like he's, you know, he works for, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say that. <laughs> oh. oh, my Lanta. Oh, my God. <laughs> he, let's just say he might one day mount a TV in someone's house. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm going to go with Vampire. Okay. Okay, Vampire, I'm going to go with Fright Night. Oh! The original. Okay. Not not the, uh, uh, was it? uh, Not the remake. Not the the original. Right. With uh, Roddy McDowell. Oh, yeah, that is, yeah, that's what I was thinking, yeah. Yep. I thought there was one before that. Oh, no, no. The original Fright Night is the one. You got Stephen Jeffries, who plays Ed, or Evil. Right. Amanda Bierce uh, from Married with Children. Uh, Chris Sarandon, uh, William Ragsdale, and uh, Jonathan Stark as uh, Billy Cole, who plays the familiar. So, to me, I always loved this as a, as a kid when it came out back in... Well, I was 13 when it came out, but I got to see it and on VHS in 1986 when it came out in that year uh right but but uh, i've loved it since it's a it's a classic to me it's something that i grew up on and i just love it no it's a great movie i i remember seeing the first time i saw it um the vis- the special effects were awesome uh i like that big grin uh vampire yeah that always you know it, it also shows up on the poster i believe so yep yeah fun movie um yeah i like that movie so, yeah, guys, we have actually covered all of our scary, fun, and vampire movies. So what we got left are classic and slasher movies. So the next person on the line is Joe. Joe, you either have classic or slasher. So you're forcing me to pick classic rather than a B-movie? Or classic or yeah. B-movie, one of those. Jesus. But Jesus. Okay. No, because I, I honestly haven't watched any of the classics. Really? You, you never you, saw you, a Universal film? No, nope. you, you have. You just have no, I haven't. You don't realize it. So yeah, you have like, never seen none of those classic. Man, I got that shit on nope. iTunes. <laughs> I haven't watched one. Dude, you you uh, had to watch like, they, like Channel Eleven throughout like the whole fall season played like the Mummy, Dracula, or whatever. Back. My dad spends all of his time from fall to winter in the woods hunting. We are not allowed to watch horror movies from uh september through like january <laughs> can't, can't watch Jesus. them not allowed to watch them yeah because so literally we didn't watch them because, because for the animals out there you guys were the horror film <laughs> <laughs> whatever man they fucking taste good so yeah it does taste good <laughs> okay well yes a b movie like you know so it has to uh, be, or it could just be something that wasn't a wide release. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I already mentioned Again, a couple of it, ones that the, have been really bad. The era is like forties, fifties, and sixties. Oh well, that'll be bad because I've never seen a B movie from then. Never so. saw the Blob. Nope. You know. Wow. Wow. You're not allowed to go to Blobathon then. Um. Wait. There's a, blo- there's a Blobathon. Yeah. <laughs> 
uh, at the anniversary of the film release of Blah Blob, they have what's called a Blobathon. And it's the, the town in Pennsylvania. They literally get together and everything is themed the Blob. At the very end of the night, they do all the running out of the movie theater, like in the movie, The Blob, and they take a huge picture of oh. everybody huh. that attends. That's pretty cool. <sighs> and and that's all know, I'll, I'll go with a slasher. All right. And I'm just, I'm going to tie in a little story. So there we go. I, I am the younger brother. And uh, as much as my brother would like to admit, uh, he, he, uh, conveniently forgets all the terrible things that he's done <laughs> so um i think one of the funniest things my brother ever did was he had a freddy krueger costume oh my god he also had a glow-in-the-dark mouth guard and so <laughs> one day that's fucking great because apparently i used to sleep very soundly somehow uh, he managed to just make it into my room and very slowly he came out from underneath my bed with the Freddy Krueger glove on, wrapped it around the edge with the hat, with the shirt, with everything. And then he opened his mouth. So the inside of his mouth would glow with the glow in the dark mouth guard. And he scared the fucking shit out of me. Um, oh, wow. He conveniently has forgotten that. Uh, I have not. It's seared in my brain because he's a douchebag. Um, <laughs> so uh, as much as I would like to say that I should have been scared by Friday when I was, I don't know, seven or eight years old watching it, my brother's like, oh, it's just a normal movie. And I'm like, really? Oh, wait, that guy just got impaled and there's this freaky thing coming out of a lake at the end. Um, <laughs> nope, that that didn't do it. It it was It was Mr. Freddy Krueger. He 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 takes it. So wow. uh, so I assume that you're doing a nightmare on Elm Street for your yeah slash nightmare movie. on Elm Street. Awesome. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, actually, Nightmare on Elm Street became one of those movies that uh, kind of revitalized a little bit of the slasher movie. Um, it, it you know the, horror films have had their ups and downs throughout you know the decades and stuff like that and. There are years where horror films are, you know, almost non-existent or and if they are, nothing good comes out of it. And then there's always that one film that kind of elevates it. Mm. And so Nightmare on Elm Street was one of those movies that, you know, became super popular and definitely uh, made Freddy Krueger a one of like the classic monsters out there, you know, or characters out there. So very cool. All right. And. To your brother, touche. <laughs> uh, he had he had some good ones, man. He he stole my Easter candy and put raisinets <laughs> and yellow food coloring on a plate and said I was a bad boy. And the Easter Bunny only left me a plate of poop. So um, this pod <laughs> this podcast now is turning into like some kind of psychiatric uh, yeah Joe's <laughs> Joe's therapy session. Listen, I love my brother very much. Sorry, right. <laughs> Joe. He, he was just—he had some good ones as an older Joe, brother. Joe, Joe, you, you, I know you're a hairy guy like me, but stroke the furry wall. It's okay. Not the <laughs> there. I took care of it. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Um. So, 
my I, I will be next on this one and i'm gonna stick with slasher and on slasher i'm gonna of course go with the all-time classic of halloween so yeah, yeah halloween actually uh you know scared the bejesus out of many people mm-hmm. uh made jamie lee curtis a household name uh yep. scream queen and even to this day, the new, actually the new movies that came out have actually the, at least the first one. Uh, the first actually... one was the re, the new one. Uh, Danny McBride actually was part of that in writing and the directing and producing. Right. And it's the first one was really good. The second one, eh? The new one, still we got to go see it. Uh, I I try to talk to Chris Nelson uh, who does the effects on it too. I know him, and he, uh, he 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 asked me what my thought was about the second one. And the second one came out, and I said, well, the effects were good. He goes, oh, thank you for saying the effects are good. Because <laughs> a lot of people, just like me, were like, well, there was something lacking in the story. So I'm thinking with this one, I think the third one will be really good. Oh, cool. Yeah, so uh, I, one of the, also one of the reasons I like this movie is because uh, John Carpenter – um right he was the original uh he was the original writer creator and writer and, and director. director right but he also came up with a classic score to that which till this day is one of the all times best scores when it comes to uh you know uh horror films and things like that very recognizable and he was the actual you know composer to it yeah, so well, very very awesome uh soundtrack to that well, Carpenter was always like that for every movie he had done, whether it be Halloween, Escape from New York, uh, The Thing. Right. There's so many things but that he gets involved with within the writing, directing, producing of it. So, uh, it of course, it's going to be a legendary kind of movie. Even the movie Vampires, if you remember that movie. Yeah. But uh, uh, I saw that uh, not so long ago. Um, didn't didn't like wasn't memorable for me but like like i said the, the original halloween yeah phenomenal the rest of the movies that came out after that yeah but the original is always uh still phenomenal on that so it's legendary everybody remembers it yeah all right so ralph you Rob. are yes you are next you get to pick your last two so you got classic and you got slasher well we're gonna have a segue first um because I like how Joe's stories go, so I'm gonna I'm gonna add one to the mix. Uh, <laughs> so honorable mention um, for, for well, I, I uh, you know what I might I might cha- I'm gonna I'm gonna channel this one into my slasher movie. Originally, I had Friday the Thirteenth just because I loved all the different ways Jason could kill people in a sleeping bag. Kane <laughs> uh, Hodder is amazing, but I'm gonna I'm gonna change it to Candyman just so I could add this story. Uh, so Great original movie. Candyman. What what year did that come out? Ninety two, ninety one, I think. Uh, so I I lived. We we had just were a couple years removed from living in the city. Um, so I, my, me and my brother were home uh, alone, and like I we must have just watched it recently. And my brother goes to me, "Bet you can't say Candyman in the mirror." What? It's three times, right, or five times? Three times. Three times. Three times. And uh, I go, yeah, I can. I was like probably 11 or 12 at the time trying to be tough shit. My brother had a plan. So I went on. I, I stood on my couch and I looked in the mirror and I was saying Candyman. My brother ducked down so I couldn't see him. 
And as I said it the third time, he grabbed my back. <laughs> and I legit, my soul left my body. <laughs> it was so bad. I was so pissed at him for the longest time. But it, like I respect it. I said till this day, I'll never forget that because like I he, he got it. And my brother's my I, I'm only five six. My brother is almost six feet tall. So like not not a small dude. Like you can't like easily duck out of the way. And like he got down and just got low enough so I couldn't see him in the mirror and just grabbed my back and I lost my mind, man. Um, but I I love this story with Candyman. Um, I do appreciate some of the sequels. The remake was okay. I thought they brought too much politics into it, but uh, mm. it's it's just it's a good story. Um, it's a good story. It's it has great visual elements. Obviously, the the line from Groin to Gullet uh, is always stuck with me <laughs> when he when he gets that meat hook out. Um, and uh, me and Mark had the privilege of meeting Tony Todd. Uh, Jesus, Mark, what was that like? Ten years ago, almost. Uh, about 10 years ago yeah uh, he was a bit drunk yeah yeah he was he was <laughs> wasted um and uh like and it was like 10 o'clock in the morning it was pretty fantastic <laughs> um but yeah he was he was a pretty cool dude and i i told him straight to his face i'm like like not for nothing like i i'm i'm scared standing next to you right now yeah i just you're candy man <laughs> um and he he was he was a real cool guy but yeah uh so yeah. I, I would put candy man in there for for the uh, slasher movie, you know, right. Friday the Thirteenth was really my my original choice, but like the story had to go along. Right. Yeah. Um, I would say uh, like Tony Todd. It's funny. Uh, there was somebody at work I used to work with a long time ago. They they said that they could not watch that. They watched the movie and it literally scarred them for life. And so even saying the the words Candyman three times, he will freak out. But if you would show <laughs> him a picture of Tony Todd. He will literally cry because of how scared he was. The movie scarred him so much that he cannot see a movie with that actor at all, at all. Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah, it's it's that bad. So that's crazy. Yeah, I, I I was like, really, you really let this movie get to you that much? But oh. yeah, so I, I let Virginia Madsen get to me though, because she was in that and she was hot. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, Ralph, you got your last one to pick, which is classic. Uh, so classic B movie, um, Universal Monsters, or just you know your 1940s, 50s, or 60s uh, black and white movies. Uh, well, that, it's going to be an easy one. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna parlay into. Uh, I was today years old when I found out that ET was played by an actor. I never knew that until I was, I was, while we were talking, I was looking up the, because talking about the conventions me and Mark used to go to, I pulled up the chiller, chiller site to see who they had. And I, I didn't realize ET was played by a person. <laughs> yeah. A little person. Yep. Okay. It, was, it was not a little person. He's half a person on a skateboard. Oh, that's right. He has no legs. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. I never, I never knew that. But anyway, for our audience, <laughs> who else? Oh man. That? It's a really good thing. I was muted. <laughs> Why? Well, what did you say? <laughs> It's just how aggressively I laughed at it. That's all. <laughs> um, so what's the, the movie? Because you haven't said the movie yet. Uh, the, so the movie, the movie I picked for, I, I'm going to, I love all the Universal Monster movies, uh, so I can't really pick one, but I'm going to go with B movie. And it's, 
what really it's inspired so many people over 50 years um night of the living dead uh, oh nice just, oh, yeah. i mean the savinis yeah. of the world like everybody was inspired by them um yeah romero is definitely the one who started that trend yeah he's he's the man man like he really is he's the godfather of horror uh like there's so much even till this day like there's shows like the walking dead and stuff use and pay homage to the stuff from that that movie and Correct. it's been almost 60 years yeah it, no it's a well, movie that uh and funny enough when when it first came out or you know it it got a lot of criticism because of you know the uh the way it was shot and you know and of course the 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 depiction of the of the dead and things like that but it's like you said every zombie movie out there owes owes you know uh this movie a lot so you're actually all done buddy wrapped up (laughs) you are all wrapped up so the second one would be me and that would be my classic movie um interesting uh because i was thinking about oh you know classics and i was gonna pick one that was actually uh from alfred hitchcock but it's not even in black and white it's in color so i decided eh, no let me do the actual classic ones and i went full-blown super classic and did the original dracula which is what's you know it was Bella Lugosi? A, yeah, Bella Lugosi. Uh, Bella Lugosi, the way he portrayed Dracula, basically became the blueprint on how so many people would portray a vampire from that point on. Um, okay. Yeah, his voice, just his look. Uh, when you watch it now, it really makes you laugh <laughs> because of how <laughs> campy it is. But it is a classic. I mean, it's the the ultimate classic, uh, you know, um, Holly, uh, what is it? A Universal Monster movie uh, out yeah. there. It's what started it all. So, yeah. So Dracula uh, would be mine. So, hmm. and of course, you know, because of that, so many different movies have actually uh, come out of that. You know, so many different vampire movies, so many different Dracula movies, uh, and so many different versions of it. Um, so, yeah, that's mine right there. Awesome. All right, sir. Joe, you oh, are next. I know you haven't seen any B movies. So I think I haven't this... seen any from those eras, like those years. Like all the... right. So what what we're gonna do this. We're gonna give you uh, a pass, uh, you know, where you <laughs> could where you could pick any B movie since you haven't seen any of the classics. Joe, have you seen a movie with a person wrapped in toilet paper? Just say the mummy. Just say the mummy. <laughs> <laughs> I I haven't seen it. Never any, seen any, any mummy Fraser's movie. The Just mummy? say the mummy. We'll take it. I, I've seen Brandon Fraser's The Mummy. <laughs> there you go. That's I a mean, if, movie. I mean, if you wanna, um, I was gonna do the Wolf of Snow Hollow, which is a one that came out in the last couple of years. I don't know if you guys have. Well, it's still a B movie, and I still think it ranks within the B movie genre. So, all right. So I will give you that. The Wolf of what? Snow Hollow. Okay. Um, I I thought we watched it, but maybe I I watched that one. Was that like a documentary style where they try to track down a werewolf? No. So that one's actually 
it's actually kind of it has its funny moments too um but it's basically like a small town sheriff he's like dealing with his failed marriage and his um his his daughter's kind of pain in the ass and there end up being these series of gruesome murders in the town and i believe his his uh father is also the previous sheriff and he he takes over for for his father and um it it's actually just a really great werewolf movie um but it it came out during the pandemic so oh, okay. um sorry right. sorry to laugh out loud and cut you off but i was gonna say it sounds like the story of my life minus uh, instead of a daughter i have a son <laughs> and, and this winter was gonna start my killing spree <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> um but but no like it it's it's really good it has a 89 percent on rotten tomatoes right um if you guys haven't seen it it's definitely worth a watch and uh, honestly in the last i'd say five years there there have been a lot of really good movies that that have come out um that are right. horror films so um that that one i bought on voodoo i've seen it a couple times it's just a good one to go back to um but i but i really like it let me get your voodoo accounts on all righty so (laughs) that was joe's uh joe's list and the next one is mark mark you got slasher uh left so who's going to be your little slasher all right so slasher movies i'm torn there's so many but i'll just say sleepaway camp I was it's on the <laughs> list, but that's not going to be it. I'll have to go with Friday the 13th, the series. Uh, Obviously, how could you not go wrong with Jason Voorhees himself? Uh, we had a lot of great effects on there in those particular movies. Uh, Dick Smith was part of that at one point. Uh, Tom Savini for the first movie, fourth. And I think those are the only, yeah, those are the only two movies that he got involved with the makeup effects on it. But uh, then you got Kane Hodder, who actually played Jason Voorhees himself. Like, oh, Kane. The, the longest as far <laughs> as the, the series run. C.J. Graham. Uh, Steve Dash, who actually have a signed machete by. And uh, <laughs> Kersinger and all those guys. Yeah, uh, you you have a lot wrong. of signed weaponry from a lot of people. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I do. But, uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, I have to go with Friday the 13th as a series as a whole. And, you know, the, you know, those are the, the characters, if you will, that are classic for, for me at my age, right? Like you've got, yeah, you know, that those are the classic characters I grew up with. And I would argue have become just a part of the canon, right? Like we get a hollow, I mean, recently we've gotten a Halloween movie every year, the number Mm -hmm. of Friday the 13th. 13th movies there have been and what good or bad there are a lot of them people still go out to see them yeah most of the time that you know other than the classic monsters that you think of halloween how likely are you just to see someone wearing a hockey hockey mask mask? yeah right know exactly Um, what it's from you know and like you just you know what they're from um and and even even if it's uh you know freddy krueger it might not be the whole getup sometimes people just have Maybe the glove on, or or the hat, or the shirt, the shirt want to put the, and people giveaway. people know. So like those are those are my classic monsters for right. me. Um, 
So, but, but yeah, well, I mean, there's other, right. I mean, for, I think for people who love the genre, I mean, they like to go back just like uh, for people like us who like sci-fi, we like to sometimes watch some of the older sci-fi stuff and, and they might be cheesy or something like that, but it's something to, you know, sometimes uh, have fun with right? Uh, to watch. Uh, but yeah, like the older stuff, like, you know, like Mark and I was, you know, we're talking about like where, you know, you watch some of those old <laughs> uh, Hollywood monster uh, movies or, you know, universal monster movies. I mean, they're just fun to watch. And uh, the interesting thing with uh, you saying, Mark, the Friday the 13th mm-hmm. is that Jason did not become the character that he became until the second one. No, he didn't. Right. No, the first was- one. Yeah, it was Mrs. Voorhees, his mother. Exactly. It was his mom. mom, And they kind of expanded on that as soon as they did a sequel. The cool thing, though, uh, with I have a memory about this because as a Boy Scout, I actually had to go to Boy Scout camp where they filmed the first movie in Camp Nobi Bosco Mm. in New Jersey. I was there. Oh. With uh, my brother and everybody on. It was an ongoing thing for every year for every guy to come out with a fake machete and have the hockey mask and scare all the new Boy Scouts that are there in the cabins. <laughs> <clears throat> so I, I love going there. Uh, but uh, hopefully, I'm hoping by the end of October, if they still have tickets available, Camp Nobi Bosco still does a tour for the Friday the 13th there as well in the town of uh i believe it's in warren new jersey Mm. might be hardwick it's hardwick uh they have a museum in there and you could see the shooting locations too for friday the 13th the original that's cool you could check that out if you want right uh but uh i i just love the fact that it's like i was able to go to a camp same thing with pine barrens pine barrens was another one that they actually did a filming location at for later on in years right yeah, the, the thing about Friday the thir- uh, 13th is that with every movie that comes out, it just became more ridiculous <laughs> to the point where it's like, hey, now you got, you know, uh, it goes to Manhattan. Jason, Jason goes to Manhattan. And the funny thing is that every time I've seen that, you just see him walking around the streets with the hockey mask and stuff. And New Yorkers are just not even acknowledging in Times Square. Yeah, in Times yep. Square. They're not even acknowledging him. And I'm like, that sounds like New York a little bit, but <laughs> it's when the, he went to space where I was like, okay, I'm done. Jason X, <laughs> Jason was, X was incredible. That's funny. That's a fun film. It's like well, the, 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 the curious of horror movies. The, the kill sequences <laughs> in that movie are incredible. Now, Leprechaun in space, that was ridiculous. No, Leprechaun <laughs> in the hood was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the last guy on our list is Zach, and you have Classic Left, which I... Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> So, All right, I'm gonna go B movie, um, non time specific. Okay, which is gonna be my favorite found footage style horror, which is VHS. That's a really good movie. That's VHS. very good. I love. Okay. Yeah, VHS. Um, which so one? My the first one. Yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the first one. Um, but I I I like the series. I guess there's a new one coming out or out. Um, it's already out 1994 yeah i, I have to, that's 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 me that's my year there you um go. <laughs> i'm gonna have to uh i'm gonna have to check that out i haven't seen it yet but i um 
I really enjoyed that. So interesting. Uh, so the reason I stumbled on all these like crappy <laughs> horror movies is my friends and I, we used to like stay up way too late and drink and watch shitty Netflix horror movies, like just the crappiest things we could find on Netflix. And it right. took us down some rabbit holes. And, um, you know, that's definitely one of them. Uh, Red I... Christmas was another one. Uh, so have you seen Creep, that? Zach? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That that's yeah. another like B B film. Uh, it's actually with Mark Duplass. So if you've seen the league, um, the, the show, you probably wouldn't expect that guy to be in some horror films. Yeah. Uh, but he is absolutely incredible uh, in those. And I mean, that that's basically what Nick and I do, right? Like I'll go over there and he's like, all right, here's a couple beers. Like, what movie are we going to watch? Sometimes it's shit. And yeah. most of the time they're pretty good. We try and we try and figure out what we're going to watch. Right. Uh, but but yeah. v- VHS is is solid. It had some moments in it where yeah. uh, it, it made me jump. Uh, definitely. I, I like that a lot. The one with the chick who is a demon. I like you. I like oh, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the first one, isn't it? Yeah. That's the first the, the one where her head splits? Scene. No, she turns into like some sort of like crazed gargoyle and uh. kills the guys in the hotel room when they're trying to hook up. Uh, there was one, there's a second one, uh, the second VHS has a zombie sequence in a park with a GoPro, yeah. which is really cool. Uh, th- there's uh, there's one with uh, like a Indian camp where somebody's trying to take care of the kids, but it becomes like a whole cult leader. But you see this huge satanic goat-like creature at the very end attack people. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that one kind of freaked me out. <laughs> I feel I feel like if we did this again, we we you know there'd be some honorable mentions. I think that we didn't quite get to. We and we'll yeah we'll, we'll definitely gonna get to those. But so. So just to kind of recap, uh, so everybody could hear at least the list that we did. So I'll start with Ralph's. So Ralph under scary, he has the Blair Witch Project. Um, under fun, he has Cabin Fever. Under classic, he has Night of the Living Dead. Under vampires, he has the Lost Boys. And under slasher, he has Candyman. Uh, I hmm. have under scary, I have The Exorcist. Under fun, I have Ghostbusters. Under classic, I have the original Dracula. Under Vampires, I have Near Dark. And under Slasher, I have the original Halloween. Joe has, under Scary, he has this house, or his house. Under Fun, he has Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Under Classics, he has The Wolf of Snow Hollow. Is that it? Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a B-movie, but yeah, The it's Wolf a of Snow Hollow. Vampire, he has Let the Right One In. And under Slasher, he has Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, Mark has under scary, he has poltergeist under fun. He has sorority babes. Uh, what is this? Slime ball ballorama. Yep. Okay. <laughs> just wanted to get that right. Under classics, you have creature, uh, from the black lagoon under vampires. You have fright night and under slasher, you have, uh, Friday the 13th and Zach has under scary. He has, I am legend. Under fun, he has Red Christmas. Under classic VHS. Under vampire, 
he has Hotel Transylvania, and under Slasher, he has Blood Rage. So, how do you guys feel about your uh, your list? Everybody feels good about it. Yeah, it seems good. Uh, it's something to actually put in the show notes, or highly recommended for what we actually suggested. So yeah. So yeah, anybody out there, just uh, you know, who who do you think has the best list? Who do you think has you know the list that you would actually probably uh, use as a uh, as a list to watch movies? You know, for like let's say a Halloween night or a Halloween you know party or something like that. So let us know. Uh, you can always uh, you know drop a note uh, for us on uh, fan- uh, what is it fantasy picks uh, movie edition at gmail.com. But I wanted to go over some honorable mentions because, again, this genre is so big. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, in my list, I gave all you guys a list of uh, of movies. And on that list, um, I have The Shining, which is always has been uh, put on like one of the top five lists out there. I mean, it it's one of my favorites. Yeah. Stanley Kubrick at, you know, and of course, Jack Nicholson at his best. Um gave a lot so many memorable lines to that but just freaking creepy of a movie uh you have movies like uh the texas chainsaw massacre a very visceral type of movie uh, of cannibals you know eating people and using their bones as a as furniture sometimes you know so that that was actually i remember seeing that movie in the theater and it just creeped the shit out of me i was like what the hell am i watching uh uh, another honorable mention, the movie Alien. Uh, it's mm, classic yeah. sci-fi horror. Uh, unlike Aliens from you know James Cameron, which was a just a sci-fi action film, uh, this became a very scary movie because you couldn't see the monster all the time. You just didn't know what to expect, and especially that chest-busting uh, scene. Uh, scene is just such a classic nowadays. Uh, so. Psycho is another one. So Psycho with uh, what's uh, the actor's name? Um, Anthony Perkins. Anthony Perkins, yes. And there's a very interesting documentary which I've been wanting to see about the the scene on the uh, in the shower that it was. I think they try to do it like fifty takes or something like that. So it was a really crazy thing on you know on the perfection that he was trying to look for hitchcock was a perfectionist and he was a pain in the ass <laughs> yeah no exactly so i spoke to tippy hedron personally she says uh he was very particular <laughs> yeah <laughs> so the other one uh the thing the thing was also another movie that i the carp john carpenter version yes the john okay. carpenter version <laughs> why you don't even mention the other one mark jesus christ the other one was called <laughs> a thing from another world Yes. And that's what it was based out of. But no, the thing actually, uh, the the soundtrack, the just the look of it. Yes. And it was a gory film. I mean, that is a film that just, I mean, it's. Robotine's it, perfection of like makeup effects. Yeah. And toxic, and, toxic effects, I should say, too, because people <laughs> could get sick from that. Exactly. But at the end, it leaves you with the question, are, you know, are, uh, are the two characters that are left, are they aliens or not? You know, and they, you have they to play never the video game to find out. Oh, really? <laughs> I didn't know there was a, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> there, uh, there's a video game that came out on PlayStation two years ago. Right. 
that you could actually get. And it's a continuation of it. I don't know if you could still get it or not. But I, I own it. I own it for Xbox. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm actually surprised with some of the, you know, with having Ralph on here that he didn't pick Scream or, you know, I, something like I that because put... I know he likes that. And then yeah. I, I, I thought for sure for fun, someone would have picked Beetlejuice, but no one did. Yeah, no, that's another movie. And I was going to pick Beetlejuice, but I just uh, I I like Ghostbusters even more. Say what you mean, me what you say, Ralph. (laughs) You know, I just think that there's so many fun uh, style like Halloween. Oh, there is. Oh, yeah, there is. It's really hard to reduce it. And that's kind of why I was like, man, there's just a few names that I'd love to just start yelling out. You know, of course. Ready or not from 2019 was a good one. Yeah. So what do you have, Zach? Or like, what are your like classics and stuff like that? Well, I I honestly like I know a lot of people, um, you know, there's some there's some controversial like newer ones that are, you know, great to mention just because they're they're so impactful, whether they're monumentally stupid, like in my <laughs> opinion, like I think the movie Hereditary is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Really? Um, it, had, it, had, uh, it has some moments, though. It yeah, has moments, man. Let me I, tell you, I was not a fan. But like, uh, for example, shoot, did I just lose it? Oh, oh no, no, you're still here. Get out. No, no. Well, get out was a good one. I, I when you said the social commentary piece, like that was immediately what popped into my head. Right. Yeah, that, get out. that and, uh, you, you know, like to have a director come out and have his one and two be get out and us. Yeah. Um. You know, that that was crazy just to have mm-hmm. that kind of follow up on those two movies. Right. And they're, I'm, I mean, there there are moments in us that like. Uh, Lupita's performance in it, like she had she freaked me out, like oh, what yeah. she was able to do with like her eyes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then like the mask. It was just yeah. it was, oh, man, it was really well, good. Nope was pretty good, too, from Jordan Peele as well. Yeah, I got to wa- I got to watch it again, but I like yeah. it. Yeah, I no. Nope. Yeah, he. And what else you got, Zach? Sorry, Zach. No, it's okay. Um, and then you know, I think another one to just mention would be uh, that's a newer one is A Quiet Place. I mean, John Krasinski and yeah. Emily yeah. Oh yeah. coming God. out, yeah, coming out of absolutely nowhere with this crazy concept film, just crushing it. Uh, and I, I feel like it really like made people take John Krasinski seriously as like a serious actor, right? And obviously, and director, and director, office. and director yeah, he, too. Yeah. He's just he's very he's very very gifted. And you know we're always so, so yeah. used to thinking of of, of as a gym, <laughs> gym, you know, and it's uh just really cool to see. Funny enough, I, I never excellent. saw I I would never see him in in what was it uh, the office, yeah, yeah. right. So yeah. I I never got to see I I just didn't like the office myself, but um I liked him in Jack Ryan, which a lot of people you know had like they were he was good in jack yeah they were either warm or you know or hot or cold on that but i actually liked him a lot on that Uh, so yeah another another new one that was great and i'm not sure that the invisible man yeah oh yeah was just a new take on it yep new take phenom the effects especially in the scene um where she's in the kitchen yeah and And it was a good social commentary too based upon how women are perceived and the situations like that too correct it was uh yeah there there have there really have been a lot of good movies from recent years yeah i like the idea of that movie because instead of making it supernatural they made it as something you know that you could possibly relate to today 
yeah, know, with yeah. the way technology is used nowadays. So yeah, unlike Did, um, Hollow Man with Kevin Bacon. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I Did, remember uh, that one. Zach, did you see Malignant? Oh, oh my yeah, God. That is that is a crazy that movie just took such a turn all yeah. of a sudden towards the end. Uh, I, I won't ruin it. Watch it. it yeah, it's just I I'd love to know what you think. It was it was wild in that sense. But um another movie that we sometimes don't even consider a horror film nowadays. And probably one of the best films ever made. And it's just, and it's a classic. You're going to say Jaws. Jaws. Yeah. Jaws yeah. is, Jaws, when it first came out, fucking horror film. It scared yeah. the shit out of me. Yeah. Um, and it scared a lot of people. So, yeah, it was one of those movies where, you know, it made such a huge impact. And probably out of every movie in here, it probably made the most money. It probably, just, <laughs> uh, list, you know, yeah. go, go swim in Cape Cod right now if you want your real life Jaws, because now yeah. it'll actually be a thing. <laughs> yeah. That is true. But, you we know, got, so we got Moose and Danbury and Sharks and Cape Cod. <laughs> Hold on. No, sure no. Do. Kevin Smith's not filming in Danbury yet with Moose Jaws. So it's OK. <laughs> <laughs> so so, I mean, I'll, I'll just list some really quick uh, ones. So Suspiria, I have never seen, but it always comes really? up as one of the top 10 movies out there. Uh, so I, it, I, I actually put it on my list of things to watch because everybody raves about it. But you have Night of the Living Dead. Saw is another great movie. I mean, the, what came after that just sucked, really. But yeah, the, the first, first movie was, was absolutely amazing. First movie was crazy. Yeah. I Know What You Did Last Summer, Carrie, uh, An American Werewolf in London, which uh, the, the it was so well known for the uh, visual effects and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Evil Dead 2. Um, what a great movie that was. Uh, well, all the Evil Deads. You could do Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, Army right. of Darkness. Army of Darkness. All of those were actually yeah. really good. The Fly from 1986. Yep, with Jeff Goldblum. With Jeff Goldblum. And that Gina was actually Davis. incredible. Yep. Uh, and, we're you know, Drag Me to Hell. You got The Haunting, Nosferatu, The Freaks, The Omen, which I, to this day, I love that movie. Uh, it's very creepy to know that you know there could be a human being out there like that, a little kid. You know? <laughs> well, with vampire films, you could go with Thirty Days of Night. Yes, dude. Thirty Days of Night. The makeup on on like some of the the vampires and stuff. Yeah, was was really good. It freaked yeah. me out. I I actually thought of that for my vampire movie because I, I I I like it. I like that, that was movie. part of my honorable mentions along yeah. with subspecies from Full Moon movies from 1991 uh it's kind of like one of those b horror movies from the 90s that that came out from full moon features right uh you already mentioned drag me to hell heathers ready or not 2019 i've already mentioned which is pretty cool one that is very interesting and not many people perceive it as a really horrible movie but i think it's terrifying to watch frozen not the cartoon frozen <laughs> I was just gonna the say. horror movie from 2010 <laughs> now think of yourself being stuck on a ski lift and the place closes down so you and two other people are stuck on the ski lift how many feet up all the way above a top of a mountain overnight when it's freezing cold and you're stuck there and there are wolves Let down it below go. And nobody, nobody has a cell phone. <laughs> There's nobody on duty. They try to climb the. Oh, dude, it's like the most scariest thing to watch. To think of the reality of like, if you had no 
cell phone or right. communication and this place just closes and everybody abandons you and it's supposed to go down to negative zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So another, another, uh, I would say another honorable mention paranormal activity. Um, when that first came out in the movies, I mean, people were freaking out. Yeah. It, it was, I think the second, uh, found footage, uh, movie probably if I'm not mistaken, but it that is made the, the record books right exactly that actually made some really good money i mean that was actually uh pretty awesome mm-hmm. uh the hitcher with uh rutger hauer hitchhiker uh was it called, the hitcher or the, the hitcher? hitcher it was called okay. a hitcher yeah with rutger, rutger hauer. hauer that was actually pretty good i mean uh rutger hauer being such a great actor uh silence of the lambs another oh, yeah. And, and, yeah and it's I not really that. yeah it's not really considered i don't know if people consider it a horror film but it's still very you know scary in its own way Anybody want to rent that uh, house for the Airbnb? The what? You can do that? You can do that? that. That's a new thing now. You can rent the house where Buffalo Bill lived (laughs) as an Airbnb. Can I rent the silo? Actually, uh, the silo portion in the basement was not there. Tom Savini and his students have already created it in the house already so that you get that experience when you go down. Oh, look at that. Uh, yep. Airbnb time now. Yep. <laughs> pretty cool. It's pretty yeah. cool. It's in Pennsylvania. So another one I was going to mention, uh, The Ring, which it comes from the movie The uh, Ringu. Ringu. Right. So those were actually very good. Um, they they had like that. Uh, what is it? That Japanese uh, goat. Pretty yeah, much fuck, Japanese. Fuck, yeah. fuck that shit. <laughs> My, uh, <laughs> when they fucking poke their head up in the attic, ah, fuck yeah. that shit. So my <laughs> my friend paused the movie The Ring uh-huh. on like the little girl's face, right on my computer, right oh, in front shit. of where I was sleeping in the basement. Ah. So when I woke up, it was the first fucking thing I would see, and he he stayed up and had it ready to like hit play with like one of the little uh, right like bluetooth <laughs> clicker things so like it hit playing yeah like it it did like the creepy sound and the music started and like that's what i woke up to did i i nearly flew over the back of the futon in my basement i was like i was like fucking it just shit. it just seems like you are a magnet for uh these oh, pranks man <laughs> that well that same that same friend uh the first night i uh was staying home alone um, like I told him and his dad used to work for, um, Kurzweil keyboards. And, uh, so he had all these sick keyboards in his house. And the first thing he did was call me, put like a, uh, caller ID blocker on and just played the Halloween theme <laughs> on my answering. <laughs> so he just sat there and played it. And I, was, I knew it was him. Okay. I was like, I was like mother. Because he's the only person I know who like could play right. the piano really well. So, so the yeah. other movies I have, uh, The Descent, which actually surprised me on how good that actually was. Yeah, at least I liked it. Yeah, The yeah. Descent wasn't bad. Yeah, Eraserhead, which was one of the weirdest movies I have ever seen in my life. Um, <laughs> what about Scanners? Uh, Scanners is another one, but Eraserhead actually uh, came out in this documentary about. Uh, uh, sound and sound design in movies mm-hmm. and it was uh, they put that as an example and I and when I saw the images I said you know I have to see this movie man 
Let me tell you, I, I regret seeing that. But <laughs> uh, Amityville Horror, which is actually in Amityville, Long Island, I got to see the house uh, while visiting my uncle uh, in the area one time. You have the Sixth Sense Devil, which was actually done by, I believe, by um, uh, M. Night Shyamalan. Yes. But it was about, you know, the devil being in a uh, in an elevator, yep. which was pretty cool. Then you got Zombieland, which is also another fun, you know, uh, movie that uh, Bill Murray comes out on. Hill <laughs> Has Eyes, Resident Evil. You got, you know, uh, there's just so many. Uh, the yeah. Babadook. Anybody saw the Babadook? I saw Babadook. a little bit of it. I never really watched the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, so uh, 28 Days. Uh, oh, 20, yeah, 28 Days Later. Um, you got Christine. Uh, great. Uh movie there uh, makes you not want to buy uh, a classic car pet cemetery the original original. i've I've gotta say i've gotta say yeah my favorite piece of horror content isn't a movie no no it's uh the haunting of hill house that is classic though that is a movie is no 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 no. not not haunting not that one i'm talking about the netflix series Oh, oh, okay. That's, oh, yes. that's probably my favorite horror. Yeah, with Henry Thomas. Dude, that, uh, yeah, that thing, Michael, that one so scene well done. in the car. Yeah. Oh, man. I, that's that's the biggest adrenal response I think my body's I, ever gone through. Yeah, yeah. I almost <laughs> they, started. They, they did a house last year, probably in Hornets. It was pretty good. It sucked because last year they had like the plastic guards up for the scare actor so like you kind of saw where shit was coming from but like they did like the doorknobs moving and shit and yeah it was pretty it was pretty neat to walk through the house and you yeah. walk through the room with the the news hanging oh cool so yeah they, they do like if if you're interested in this stuff like it's it's for me it's usually more of a an appreciation of set design than anything because you right. get to like yeah like they did freddie versus jason so you walk through the fucking the camp bunk from Friday the thirteenth Camp Crystal Lake and then through the doors of Elm Street house and like mm-hmm. you're like your wildest nightmares are coming to life. You're like, holy shit, I'm walking <laughs> to Freddy's house. This is right. insane. And like they do such a good job recreating it. Yeah. Um, cool. Well anyway guys, you can reach me at bentnecklady sixty nine at yahoo.com. <laughs> and uh, have a good night. <laughs> So, uh, so I'll wrap it up very quickly here. So, I mean, a uh, movie like Hellraiser, and as a matter of fact, there's a new one coming out. So yep. Hellraiser, actually very good. The Fog, I, I actually liked that movie, uh, the original. Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually very interesting. Invasion of the Body Snatchers, uh, Cloverfield, you got Phantasm, Dark Skies, um, Children of the Corn, evil. Reanimator, <laughs> The Mist, which I just watched the other day, which I thought it was actually still pretty cool. Child's Play, which is actually I don't know if I call that a fun movie because it's it's really stupid, but it's yeah, just... but dude, the the effect, the terrifying effect it has on kids, yeah, like like my son, like my son's never even seen it, but he saw the commercial on USA and right. he's like, Dad, are you watching live TV? Because I can't see that commercial. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? I'm like, you, it's Chucky, it's a toy. Don't be scared of it. But I also have grown-ass cousins that are still afraid of Chucky, so I understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so... I mean, Chucky's pretty scary, but you guys ever see The Lion King? 
<laughs> oh my god yeah uh Have you seen so, a live action little mermaid so the other <laughs> ones uh the other ones just to wrap it up uh so i got you know the blob salem's lot uh the howling i mean there's so much so one that i was i should have actually picked for scariest and there's a story behind it was the grudge and the reason for that is a lot of people didn't think the grudge was that great but here's why i think it's for me is one of the creepiest ones that I have ever seen. I went to see this movie during the day, uh, but there was nobody oh. in the theater. And Oops. I was the I was the only one in the theater watching the grudge. So what happens with these theaters are that um, they expect to, you know, to have about 100, 200 people in this theater. So they crank up the AC because, of course, so much body heat comes out. Well, guess what? When there's only one person, there's not that much need for so much AC. So I was freezing and I'm watching the grudge in the middle of a dark theater by myself. <laughs> and it was just one of those things where I'm shivering. But at the same time, I'm watching this creepy ass movie by myself as I'm looking over my shoulder, because every time, you know, mm -hmm. you saw you saw like the hand coming above the shoulder or in the back of the neck or something. I was that was my creepy uh, movie for me there. Uh, but, you know. So, I mean, look, from werewolves to, you know, to to vampires, to zombies and all that stuff. There have been some amazing, amazing movies. There's also been a lot of fun movies, um, which, you know, we didn't cover that much here. But, you know, stuff like Gremlins, uh, <laughs> things like, you know, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which is also fun. Beetlejuice, which, you know, we also covered. Adam's Family. Those are actually fu fun movies that you can actually watch and just have a good time with your family if you like. So, so yeah, so this is, uh, this is our podcast on our top five, uh, horror film, uh, draft. And like I said, if, uh, if you think one of us actually has the best list or which list do you like, or if you have your own list, I would love to hear from you guys and see, you know, what it is that you guys out there, uh, uh, have in mind for, uh, you know, season of the witch. So, uh, Mark, where can they hear you? Uh, you can hear me on Adrenaline Cinema Podcast. Uh, it can be found on the Pyrocore Entertainment Network. All you have to do is go to the Pyrocore Entertainment Network uh, .com site, and you can just check out all the episodes for the Pyrocore Entertainment family, including Fantasy Picks Movie Editions. You can also hear me on Panels to Pixels Podcast on the Next Level Online Radio Podcast Network, currently covering She-Hulk and the Umbrella Academy. And you could also hear me on the Podcastica Network on Sandman Cast. Cool, cool. Zach, where can we find you? <laughs> you can find me under the overpass, just thinking about the terrifying imagery of Scar staring me in the eyes oh, as if I were a baby Simba. Okay. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for being on the podcast. And, uh, you know, uh, I enjoy doing these and we'll definitely, you know, come up with something, uh, especially for the holidays and Christmas. I don't think there's stuff out there for Thanksgiving, but who knows? We might just make some shit up. Yeah, there is. There's a movie called Thanksgiving. Oh, <laughs> No, but I'm that. saying more Thanksgiving movies that we could do. You know, there are a ton of Friendsgiving. <laughs> Friendsgiving. So Joe's about yeah. to get pegged by a zombie. 
<laughs> oh, there we go. Hey, that's la, the most. La, 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 that's la. the most action he's seen on that bald head of his. Huh? Yeah, the, the zombie's <laughs> gonna look his head clean. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for being on, and we will catch you later.